Hi, my name is Brandon. I am the host of the podcast that you're listening to right now, The Audio Artist. I'd like to say welcome and thanks for listening. I made this podcast for a few different types of people. People who have never written music or lyrics and would like to get started. People who've been playing for a while who might be stuck in a rut or who would like to hone in on their skills. Or experienced players who might just want to look at things from a new perspective. I've been playing guitar and singing for about 17 years now, and I feel like I've gained enough knowledge or insight on the topic to be able to pass it on to others and maybe bring some value to you guys. So with that in mind, grab a seat, get a cup of coffee, pop on your headphones, and enjoy the ride. Thanks for listening to The Audio Artist. Hey everybody, it is Brandon, again with another exciting episode of... The audio artist. And today I've got a good topic that I wanted to cover with you guys because I actually just dealt with it not even in an hour ago. And it's pretty key, pretty important. Um, and you guys might be able to gain some insight from it. So basically, in a nutshell, um, we all use a lot of different types of software and programs for um, like recording, um, producing our music, etc., etc., uh, we also have our own, like, actual physical equipment, like our instruments itself, our chords, our amps, etc., etc. And if you guys are just getting out there, you guys are just starting to play shows, you guys are just starting to record, anything that just started getting, you know, point, like, please, please, please check your equipment and know your equipment, at least enough to where you can, at the minimum, do the basics of what you're trying to get out of it. Um, what happened today was like a tragedy. So I had my first interview, um, going with a, a friend of mine who, um, is a successful musician and makes money with music. And he's not like a millionaire or nothing like that, but he's making uh, money and live, making a living off what he loves doing, which a lot of us can't say we do. I went a good 75 minutes into an interview with this guy super good it was great man like the just a bunch of really good content i think you guys would have really enjoyed it i was very excited like he was incredibly excited he's never done an interview and you know we sat there and we did this whole entire interview and it was just like such a real raw experience it was like a lot of, a lot of like truth and like things that happened in the interview that were just like really good and engaging and like real and like a lot of insight a lot of wisdom that can be gained from that I was really happy with it, and I, you know, get we get done with the interview, you know, we chit-chat for a little bit, um, you know, I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna get back into it, let it upload and all that, and let it edit, or start editing it and stuff, and then, um, lo and behold, I go to check, to check my audio for it, and it recorded him great, okay, his voice was great, perfect quality, however, on my end, for whatever reason, even though I had five bars of service, T-Mobile, it cut out like all the time like it was cutting out really bad it was back and forth like up and down with volume there'd be points of it that were like weird fast 40 overlapping things it was just so many different weird things that happened with uh something that i would imagine is related to internet connection so um test your equipment before you start doing anything so if you're like recording people or gonna record someone doing like an album and you're like at work you work on mixing and mastering and stuff like that um, make sure you got everything set up and you've done a couple little test shots before you start actually recording the bread and the butter, because it would be a shame for you to get an hour, two, three hours into recording and then realize that nothing's saved. 
because you didn't test any of it. So we spent a good 75 hours and wasted that time. Um, and in the end, it was still awesome because, like, I know the guy, so he wasn't, like, pissed off or nothing like that. Thank God. But um, we had a really good conversation still out of it in the end. But we have to redo it again. That means we have both have to pull time out of our days to make this happen. And, and you know, he already said he would do it again with me, so that's cool. But my whole point is being, like, I it was kind of like a like dang it man like I, I i was so ready i was so ready to get it going so amped i've been sitting there working for a good two three weeks on these like this my questions like that and just like prepping for it and i mean it wasn't like a crazy interview i'm not you know interviewing elton john or something but i mean he's a good, cool guy he's got a lot of interesting stories a lot of interesting things about him that i wanted to kind of get into um, and, and I also wanted to kind of get into his craft, you know, and his songwriting, uh, you know, breakdown and figure out, you know, how he ticks with his music. And it's like, it's a, a way for me to learn. It's a way for you guys to learn. And it's, it's, it's a, a different perspective, but I mean, you guys have all heard me interview before. So in, in the end, uh, long story short, um, it was wasted. It, like we wasted about an, a good hour and 20 minutes of our time. And it's due to the fact that partially it's because I kind of rushed into it and I assumed which is a great word. I assumed that everything was working because visually on my screen on my phone it was, but instead of me going, hey, let's do a little test shot, um, I just kind of jumped into it and started recording. And I should have taken, you know, 10 minutes and just made sure everything was set up between our connections and made sure everything sounded good so that you guys would be listening to an interview tonight instead of me hashing about how I messed up my first interview. <laughs> no, I wasn't crying. But for real, um, it's that's a newbie mistake, and I'm pretty embarrassed that I made that. Um, he's a pretty seasoned musician, but he's also getting into podcasting himself, and he's like, well, it looks like we're going to be learning this together. So I thought that was kind of sweet. Cool guy. Uh, I'm not going to say his name just yet because I really want to, uh, like, when I, I want I want to lay him out on here for you guys to, to like, just, like, hear what he's got to say because he's got a lot of good, just everything he's got to say is really good. A lot of experience. And I want to lay it out there so you guys can all just kind of take it in at, at the same time that I do. Um, so we're going to wait. It'll be about a week or two, and we should have our situation squared to where I can get another recording in there again. But um, I really do want to get a lot of interviews with this series. Um, it's kind of uh, a way of me being able to show you guys that it's not as uncommon or pipe dreamish for you to actually make a real square living off of doing what you love to do. And a lot of people don't think they can do it, and they actually have the skills to do it. They just don't think they can. And it's like, I'm going to try to help you guys realize that, you know, we're all in this, like, whole music thing together. And, uh, you know, we all have goals for it. And it's like, if your goal is to become something better of a musician and a songwriter, then, you know, this would be the people to listen to with that. These are just normal people, a lot of them. And, you know, eventually I would like to get into, like, you know, really, like, celebrities and stuff, you know, but... You know, we'll get there when we get there, if we do. But that's my goal with the uh, interview series. And, and I really hope that you guys are going to like it when I do get it <laughs> recorded and uh, actually sounding good. So with that, we have uh, our DAWs, our DAW programs that we use to record our virtual workspaces. You know, uh, we have um, software, we have hardware. Like I have a Scarlet uh, Pro, I believe is what it's called, Solo. Um I mean, that's, that's hardware, you know, cords all the way down to adapters and stuff like that. Like make sure your stuff works. Um, test it out. 
do a little quick test on it. Um, when I was using my Scarlet, I thought I was getting the most out of it when I first started using it, and I realized I should probably read the instructions. And I read the instructions and watched maybe 10 minutes worth of videos for it and learned probably 15 different things that I was having issues with that I didn't realize would get fixed the second that I just read that stuff. And I know a lot of you guys are guys, and I don't know how actually like real it is or if it's just a stereotype, but I kind of breeze through instructions because I think I already get it. So if you are like me, then take the time and just educate yourself a little bit on your program and your software. Um, with the DAW, it, it's, it might take some actual time because that's like a real, there's a lot of stuff to learn in a DAW. Um, and you might just learn a few of the things, but if you're going to learn only a few things, at least try to learn them well so you can get the most out of what you have. Especially, you know, some of these things cost a lot of money. I mean, there are free ones, but, you know, my Scarlet wasn't free. It was it was 100 bucks, and I know that's not that crazy of an amount of money, but it did put me back 100 bucks. And for me to sit there for three weeks and not be able to use it right and have issues with it for three weeks when I could have just read the instructions, that's kind of a stupid mistake. And I don't tend to do that anymore because of literally that mistake. I'm just like, dude, I, I can't believe I didn't even look at this. And I'm like, this solved all my problems. Take that. And not with a grain of salt. Like, take that and put it in your bag of, like, this is what I'm going to do from now on things. Um, you have your mobile DAWs. Uh, those are just as complicated as the computer ones, but a little bit more streamlined, a little bit easier, maybe a little less, like, complicated in terms of there's less options. But learn those as well. Tutorial videos can do wonders. Find a really good person who does good tutorials on those on YouTube and or whatever program you use and watch videos and, and, you know, put a little time aside for it every week. You know, like as much time as you spend practicing your instrument, you could put, you know, if you do three, four hours a week of your guitar or your piano or whatever, you know, put put 45 minutes aside for just learning a little bit on your DAW. Learn a couple little techniques, work on them for the next week and, and you know, just go through it at your own speed. But learn it in the end. So by the end of, you know, whenever you are you start to actually get into your recordings, you're not dealing with a bunch of dumb issues in the beginning. Like, I had issues dating back from when I, when I first started recording music. And I was trying to get it mixed. And the guy was asking me for the, the uh, stems. And I didn't even know what stems were at that time. And I was like, huh? And I, and I sent him all these, you know, recordings that I had spaced out in my track. And they, to him, they were just all like, a bunch of different sounds and there was no like placement on where they go and i didn't realize like he's like well here you do this to where it was like basically each one of those tracks is going to go to zero so all you have to do is just line them to zero at the start and they'll automatically be where they are in the song but i didn't know that so i, I was just giving him a ton of extra work which he didn't want to do and it was just complicated back and forth stuff and eventually i learned what i had to do to make it more easy for him to where it wasn't a process but that's my point is um you not learning your software or whatever you're using to record in the end could not only cost you effort and time and all that kind of stuff, but other people that, and also just make it more difficult in the end, not getting, you know, getting the results that you want. Um, with me having to do all that with him, I had to end up, you know, learning my program. So I, I had to go out of my way and make him wait longer. And it was just like, it was a little hassle. And it wasn't, ended up not being a big deal, but you know, some people, you know, they charge a hundred bucks an hour kind of thing like that. If you jump in there and you're like, oh, wait, I got to figure this out real quick. And you're, you're burning out of your hour and now you don't have that time anymore. So it's like, you know, I don't know, just, just learn your, your art. I mean, learn your uh, software, learn your programs, learn your equipment. So like my mistake with uh, Anchor was I didn't test my equipment out before. So it'd be like the same as, you know, you getting a, a client for, you know, 
a song that wants to record at your studio and you know i would hope by the time you have a studio you know how to, your equipment works but like if you just start recording right then you, you might you might record for a while and they might get it recorded and you realize that it you know something was not plugged in the right spot and you didn't even it was just dead audio stupid stuff like that little mistakes little tiny beginner mistakes happen to everybody i don't care how experienced you are so like the the more you know about them and the ones that if the one if you're aware of what kind of mistakes people commonly make and what you do then you can kind of look out for them and just make sure you hit them and a lot of that comes down to again researching applying what you learn and then testing what you're using just to make sure before you do your recording and all that kind of stuff it saves you a lot of time in the future it saves other people time and it, it also in the end just in general makes your life easier and also makes you look more professional so yeah that was a crappy mistake today i'm like i'm really super disappointed right now that i'm recording this you know audio right here in lieu of my fantastic freaking interview that i had with my buddy on there and um that's really disappointing that sucks but we're gonna redo it and i'm gonna get you that interview because i want you guys to hear the sweet stuff this guy's got to say and all the insight that he's got to offer like he's got a lot of really good material so um yeah so it took me a long time to learn my daw what i was using for a long time i had um i used adobe audition for a while and uh, I would use it on my uncle's computer, and I got decent with that. Um, I'm pretty sure I used it before when it was called uh, maybe Cool Edit or something like that. Adobe Audition was something like that, but they bought out this old company, and I used it when it was that company's, and uh, I ended up switching to Adobe Audition, and I got decent with Adobe Audition. And then I ended up uh, dabbling with Fruity Loops for a little while. Um, I was getting into making like more, I don't want to say electronic, like dance electronic music, but I was just getting into using like my daw to make music, I guess, and then putting my lyrics over it and writing songs. And I was coming up with some pretty cool sounding stuff, but it took me a long time to get to that location. I think I've been using Fruity Loops for literally like 10 years now. And I, I know like 2% of what that program offers. And, and that was through a lot of research and trial and error. Um, if I would have actually just sat down and spent a week and maybe an hour a day just going through like a tutorial playlist or something like that for that, I, I would have probably learned everything that it took me just by messing around. I would have learned all that stuff probably in the first like hour and I would have already known it going into it. It's not a waste of time to go through tutorials, even if you're impatient like me. And the key is to kind of break past the impatience because that will hold you back on a lot of stuff and even beyond music. Um, there's a lot of software out there that you can get for, uh, like speaking and it going from uh, voice to text, make sure that your programs are working efficiently for that as well. Do a test run before you start doing your lyric writing. And then you realize that, oh wait, it's not been recording or, or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what kind of issues you would have with those kind of programs because I generally just write it out on a piece of paper or type it out in a notepad or something, but rule of thumb is very basic things. You can't avoid the basics. You have to always make sure that your basics are accounted for and that you're aware of them and your foundation is secure. <laughs> Where it boils down to. So that's what I learned today. Um, I lost a pretty big interview. Well, I don't want to say pretty big, but it was my first interview and I wasted some people's time, including my own time. And, um, now I have to redo the work. And again, I'm going to have fun doing it because doing interviews is actually really fun. I've realized I like doing it a lot and I'm probably going to end up trying to do that a lot more. 
But yeah, um, there are some really good, at least from what I've found on uh, Fruity Loop um, tutorials that I've found on YouTube. I've literally found playlists that have like 200 videos in them and they're I, I'm, I'll, I'll figure out the guy's name. I'll, I'll tag him in the description. Or not tag him, but I'll put a link for uh, like his videos in the description. Um, I haven't really done too much Adobe Audition in terms of uh, like tutorials because I don't really use Adobe Audition anymore. I've been using straight Fruity Loops, and I don't know if, I wanna, uh, if I'm going to switch to something else at another point. And I've also been using BandLab, which, again, I've promoted like 50,000 times on here. I love it. I've actually used that a lot more than Fruity Loops in the last year and a half. But yeah, so being in a rush can really screw you. Um, and not just a rush. I wasn't like in a rush. I was just really excited and I was aloof because of my excitement. And I was just came into something unprepared. And it's like, you know, it would suck to do that getting ready to go play a show. And, you know, being like, oh, and then, you know, forgetting things that you wrote down or having an issue with your laptop and, you know, just whatever, just any stupid little thing that can happen. You know, there's a million different things. If you're, you know, I'm, I'm noticing my, my average audience is about 28 to 35. So, like, I know that you've gone through your life and have seen your fair share of dumb things that happen that you're like, oh, I would have never thought that could have happened. Well, same thing happens with music, you know. So prepare for it, you know, just take a couple extra steps and prepare for little stupid things so that your your endeavor is less cluttered with like menial annoying uh you know issues and you can just get right into the the, the grit like the fun stuff what we all want to do is just the actual writing of the song or in this case interviewing of the or uh recording of the interview or my podcast so yeah that really sucks um making mistakes is part of the gig and making beginner mistakes when you're not necessarily the most beginner of a person is embarrassing. So, yeah. Um, outside of that, since this is kind of like a different episode, um, I'm not really doing as much teaching. I'm just kind of doing like a, a lesson learned kind of situation. Um, I do want to like kind of just go into my uh last episode that i had on here which was my creative process episode um that's going to be also uh another series that i'm working on and i i know i mentioned it a little bit in the actual episode and a couple of other episodes before um i, th I think it's really important for people especially beginners or even people who've been playing for a long time that are just starting now to write their own original music um i i can't even count how many times i've heard people when i ask them you know do you write your own music when they're guitarists and stuff or other, any other music instrument, and they're like, no, I try, and usually it just sounds like crap when I start off, and then they, like, and I end up getting it out of them, then a lot of them, you know, just tried it a couple times, and they stopped, and it's like, because it sounded like crap, and it's like, dude, you gotta, you gotta really hear the fact that it's like, not every song, and I mentioned uh, this in the, in the podcast earlier today, I'm gonna say it again, Purple Rain didn't start out Purple Rain, I mean, it started out as an idea in Prince's head, and he turned it into a song and eventually the song became what we know as purple rain there's a process from start to finish and sometimes that process is rough and like i guarantee that some of these songs that you love that are on the radio or that you've loved for years in your life like started out like as really bad sounding recordings in someone's garage on like a tape recorder or anything like that and it's like they, they were out of key they were like messing up and it's like i want you guys to hear 
the imperfection turn into my opinion of what is like a perfect version of my song or, 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 a, or, a, or a completed version of a song where I feel it's complete. Um, and that, that comes all the way down to like the mixing and the mastering. And it's like, I want you guys to hear like how crappy it sounds in the beginning. So that when you're sitting there thinking your thing sounded like crap and then you hear the final product, you'll be like, oh, well, I now definitely can see like in real time the evolution of a song from start to finish. Because everybody has a different process and it, it doesn't always happen quick and it doesn't always happen in one second. But I know that over time, you know, coming up with these episodes, there will be ones where I will write an entire song in a 20, 30 minute period of time that I'm just like completely happy with. That sounds great. And other times I'll work on one specific song, 15 different episodes, and they'll be like, you know what I mean? Like, I want it to be natural. I want it to be real. I want it to be like, if you were me, you'd kind of see like exactly like how back and forth you can go with these things because it's not just like a linear path. Music is not linear at all. Like you can go a linear route, you can take lessons, you can do that kind of thing, but it's like, it's only linear to a point and the rest of it's kind of like different things that you can go in different directions. And it's like, uh, there's definitely hiccups that people might have uh, when they can, you know, especially being an artist, like if you've been playing for a while, like you're like, oh, I'm, I sound pretty good. And then you start singing and playing and you sound like crap. And you're like, well, I'm done doing that. It's like, don't, don't be done with it. Just keep working on it and watch it. Because this going back and forth, you know, song writing is a process. It's a thing that's learned and it takes a lifetime to learn. And you can get good at it, but they don't always come out at the same speed and they don't always come out in the same order. It's a, it's kind of like a natural process that just happens as it happens. So I want you guys to realize that. And I, I guys, I want you guys to hear like how bad some of my recordings sound right off the rip. And it's like, because some of them are going to be like me just playing my guitar and talking on the, the podcast, like my last episode. And other ones will be just a collection and compilation of a bunch of different recordings from a song that I recorded maybe at work or something all the way down to where I, I'm like sent it into the guy to get mastered and stuff like that. And you guys will hear the compilation and I'll narrate basically the process and uh, the amount of time that each process took. So you guys can see, and you guys can actually get like an end result on, Oh, this song took, you know, six hours and 12 minutes, you know, or whatever. And you guys will be like, Oh, it's kind of a real time view of someone working on music. And it's like, I don't know. I think that's a pretty cool thing. And I think that would have been sweet for me to see because I started writing pretty early on, but it took me a long time for me to actually like feel like I was good enough to write music when I feel like I could have actually started a lot earlier than I did. And a lot of it was due to me being like, wow, I sound like crap. And it was just, okay, like I sound like crap right when I start singing, the second I start singing without practicing at all or warming up at all. I mean, you can, you're not just going to go into the gym and to start lifting your max weight out and get a warm up. So it's like, I, I didn't even realize the importance of warming up prior you know, so it's like, that's, you know, those little kind of things, they, they, they are part of the process, you know, so you can't forget those little things and not, don't, you know, don't weigh so heavily on the beginning of what something sounds like. It's in its infancy. It's like the most undeveloped little sliver of what is going to be there. So like, just run with it. And I hope that my creative process series um, helps you guys see that in a different light. And again, I also hope that this interview series kind of helps you see you know, making a living off of music and doing what you love from a different light. Because like, in the end of the day, we're all here to write more songs. And I feel like if we all were able to like have the veil lift over our eyes to be like that, we've been told our whole life that you will never make it in music. Or I don't know about you guys. I've been told a lot of crazy things. It's a pipe dream. You know, like the chances of you actually getting big in music or this, this and that. It's like, these are all negative thoughts that have been instilled by other people and my own negativity, you know? 
you know, they're there. They, they exist, and you have to just walk past it. So I hope that they help you. I mean, you know, like, there is money to be made in music. There is, you know, a legacy that you could build for yourself in music, and I want to help you guys see that. So, I mean, that's pretty much what I'm going to go with today. It's a shorter episode than normal, and I really appreciate you guys listening. And until next time, thanks for listening to The Audio Artist.